You're listening to the Transport for the North podcast. Hello and welcome to the Transport for the North podcast. I'm your host, Tony Belshaw. In this episode, we're continuing our campaign to ensure the new national headquarters for Great British Railways is based here in the North. Four of the shortlisted locations are in our region, and they include Crewe, Doncaster, Newcastle-upon-Tyne and York. We're speaking to the political leaders who are pushing the case for our region to come out on top in the public vote. We recently spoke to Mayor Oliver Coppard from the South Yorkshire Mayoral Combined Authority about why GBRHQ should be based in Doncaster. Not just not just one of, Tony, the front runner, the absolute front runner in that race to be the home of Great British Rail. So we're now um, absolutely through into the shortlisting stage of that process and at the forefront of that pack. I mean, Doncaster is the natural home of the railways in the UK. Um, not least because of our heritage, the support across the community for that, um, for that's come to come to Doncaster, come to South Yorkshire, and quite frankly, it's just you know in our DNA as a region. Not least because of our history around things like the Flying Scotsman, the Mallard, um, both of which were produced here in here in South Yorkshire in Doncaster. We've got everything they are asking for, uh, be it connectivity, be it you know state of the art facility that's essentially five minutes walk from the east coast. Mainline is an industry-led partnership. We are at the forefront of the railways industry in the UK. We have the National College for Advanced Transport Infrastructure here in uh, here in the region in Doncaster. Um, provides fantastic value for money. Um, you know there is a, a list as long as your arm um, of reasons why um, Great British Railway should be coming to Doncaster. We've got the minister coming this week, um, and we will be impressing upon them the importance of that site and the opportunity because, again, coming back to levelling up, this feels like a great way for this government to show that they are serious about that commitment um, by bringing Great British Railways to Doncaster. So you've got a lot to offer um, GBR, but what does GBR offer to you? I mean, having that headquarters in Doncaster and South Yorkshire, what benefit would it bring? I think there are, there are a number of, I mean, there are some very tangible things out there in terms of kind of jobs. Um, so absolutely jobs, careers in the uh, rail industry of which we are, you know, we are growing a cluster. And so that would add to that cluster and therefore um, create more jobs uh, and a, a sense of a career structure in in the region around rail. So that's important. And they are, you know, well-paid jobs in that industry and high tech. So that's important. I think there are some tangible things there as well about sort of profile, the profile of the region of Doncaster and, and like I say, recognition of the importance and challenge of levelling up. So I think, you know, those are some of the things that for us would be important about that coming to the region you know for for businesses there is a supply chain issue around that and making sure that actually you know we are having access to those supply chains and, and GBRHQ coming to Doncaster would help immensely with that sort of thing and um, so you know I am I am passionate about making these sorts of big ambitious um, plans come off and and bringing things like GBRHQ to to Doncaster is part of that ambition and um, so for me I think there are you know any number of benefits that we would we would see see from that but you know largely actually that that is about us Doncaster has just become a city South Yorkshire is a, a place full of ambition actually showing the world that we are moving ourselves forward and moving forward in that way and um, with with high-tech well-paid high-spec jobs is is fundamental there's something maybe a bit more um ephemeral a bit a bit more difficult to kind of uh, quantify but i think that is something about kind of the people who work there running our railways understanding the challenges and opportunities 
of connectivity and infrastructure in the north. And I think centering yourself in a place like Doncaster, where those challenges are not insignificant, I think helps people to understand just exactly uh, what needs to be done in order to improve that transport and rail infrastructure in particular. So that is one of the benefits both to us, but I also think to uh, Great British Railways as well. So that's, uh, you know, both of those reasons are uh, fundamentally important. It offers a different perspective for the decisions. And and do you think that that would be a benefit not just to Doncaster, South Yorkshire, but to the North as a whole? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th I think inevitably when people live and work in a place, they are more aware of, uh, cognizant of the, the challenges and opportunities that that place is confronted with. And, you know, I am is slightly facetious, but I think not insignificant that to say that, you know, in London, they never have to really make choices about the infrastructure that they uh, that they want. They get all the infrastructure they need and decisions are routinely taken in favour of the place where most of those decision makers live and work. Now, that is not the only reason that London gets so much support and investment. Of course, London is a global city, our capital city, and I am absolutely clear in my own mind that it needs um, that world class infrastructure. But there is, I think, a, um, a good reason why people live and work there and then take decisions in favour of London. And part of that is about the fact they see that day to day. And I think we want some of that up here. So making sure that people who live and work here who are taking decisions about the future of our railways is, is an important part of that. I then spoke to the deputy leader of Cheshire East Council, Councillor Craig Brown, about why he thinks the headquarters should be in Crewe. Well, look, I think all the competing towns are going to be pointing to rail heritage, but what none of them can boast other than Crewe is that 360 degree connectivity uh, that Crewe has. Crewe is probably one of the most connected towns in the country. We've already got direct rail services to all the regional capitals, including Edinburgh, Cardiff and London. We can't quite claim a link direct to Belfast, but you can get a direct service through to the ferry terminal at Hollyhead. And I think Crewe has also got that existing rail skills base. Um, interestingly, 7% of the country's uh, rail workforce are already based here, even though we've got less than a tenth of 1% of the country's population. In addition to that, many of the Great British Railways supply chain and customers are already based here. Uh, companies like Avanti, Arriva Customer Care, Unipart Rail, and of course, we're home to the Crew University Technical College. So we can also train the next generation of rail engineers as well. So a lot of benefits that you can offer to Great British Railways, but what, what, what benefits could it offer to Crew? What advantages would it bring to the area? Well, I think, as already said, we, we've already got the skills um, and we've got a significant proportion of the rail industry already based here. But of course, we've also got HS2 that's coming to crew, and I think that's also incredibly important. None of the other candidates, with the exception of Birmingham, are going to have an HS2 hub station. So I do think it makes sense while the government is already committing that investment to, to kind of maximise the, the benefits of the wider investment in crew. We've already got a skilled labour pool, 3 million people living within a uh, 45 minute radius of crew. Uh, we've got major international airports within an hour's travelling time like um, Manchester and Liverpool. 
And of course, we've got world-class universities, again, like Manchester and Liverpool, but also Salford, Keele and Chester, all on our doorstep. So how's it going to benefit? It's going to do two things. It's going to deliver investment and it's going to deliver jobs. And the uh, wider region, um, that would benefit also from having it in, in crew, would it? And, and how so? I think absolutely. Uh, I mean, to, just to start with crew, we've got uh, six of the town's central wards are in the top 10% most deprived nationally. Even Poundland has given up on crew, so it desperately needs that levelling up. But as I said, we're, we're one of the most well-connected towns in the north, and uh, we've got six rail lines both in and out of crew already with services running north, south, east and west. So bringing the headquarters to Crewe would be a significant vote of confidence, I think, not just in Crewe, but in the wider sub-region as well. And I think what it would do is it would give business the confidence that it needs to invest in the wider sub-region. Um, and I think that's probably why our partners, for example, the Cheshire and Warrington Local Enterprise Partnership, uh, the Wales and West Economic Forum, and Growth Track 360 are all supporting our bid. And uh, as I say, when you talk about connectivity, you can catch a direct service from Crewe to both Manchester and Liverpool and be there in less than 45 minutes. So this is clearly going to be a benefit to the economies of both of those city regions as well. So how can pan-regional bodies like Transport for the North continue to champion the case for investment and highlight the full potential of the region? Well, I think firstly, if the government is serious about the levelling up agenda, then the GBR headquarters simply has to be in the north. To be quite frank, any candidates that aren't in the north uh, shouldn't really be given serious consideration, in, in my opinion. And I think TFN, Transport for the North, has a clear role to play in saying that loudly and saying it clearly. And it's probably something that's going to need repeating over and over so that the government understands it. HS2, just as a slight digression, is a perfect example of London-centric thinking, where the phasing of that project is basically London first, the Midlands second and the North last. And in actual fact, it should have been built the other way around so that any scaling back of the project during later phases due to cost pressures should affect London and the South rather than the North. So I think if the government's serious about rail as well as connectivity, then the GBR headquarters can only be in crew. Um, many of our partners and fellow TFN board members are saying the same thing. We've been delighted to have the support of members such as the Metro Mayors, Andy Burnham, Steve Rotherham, as well as many of the, the leaders of the other northern councils such as Cheshire West and of course Warrington. And I think without having those links and relationships that have been built up through Transport for the North and, and through my involvement in the board, uh, we wouldn't be having their support. So um, I think that's been a real positive um, but of course, at the same time, it isn't surprising that they're supporting our bid for crew because we are the only remaining candidate in the northwest of England. So if I could just finish to say uh, we need everybody across the northwest to head on over to gbrcrew.co.uk and vote for crew on or before Monday the 15th of August.
Good luck to all locations across the North who are in the running. Our key message is that wherever Great British Railways is based, it needs to be in the North. If you missed our previous episode with the political leaders from the other locations in the running, Newcastle and York, then head over to our website, transportforthenorth.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Transport for the North podcast. Don't forget you can subscribe on Spotify and SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook for all our latest updates. And join us on our website where you can find all the latest news and sign up to our All Points North newsletter.